Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast for this week. This is Pastor Michael. It's so great to have you today joining us. This week's a little bit different. Uh, you know, normally we're able to play messages that are preached every Sunday, and yesterday was what we would call just a Holy Ghost runaway. And so uh, there's a few excerpts that we want to share of the service and want you to hopefully be blessed by, by what the Lord did in the service yesterday. And so I wanted to introduce this today and just let you know from time to time, man, this happens. The Holy Ghost just shows up and uh, not able to preach. And that's one of the huge blessings of being a Pentecostal church is we just allow the Holy Spirit to have his way. And so uh, today I'm, I'm also joined by Pastor Hayden. Uh, he's here with me. And so, um, but Pastor Hayden, what an incredible service yesterday. It was awesome. Wasn't it powerful? Yeah, it was. And, you know, we had some things happen in service yesterday that, that we need to mention. I mean, obviously God is moving, God is working. We believe we're in the early stages of a revival movement. And we're seeing the power of God just, just work so uh, swiftly within our congregation and especially in our young people. Yeah. Uh, in the past two weeks, tell, tell us a little bit of what's happened over the past couple of weeks. Well, the past two weeks, we, uh, we've had over 14 uh, of our young people get saved. We've had guests come and just we're seeing revival break out in, in our, our student ministries. And um, it's just great to see and what the Lord's doing, especially the Wednesdays and now Sunday. We get to see it. The whole church got to see it. And it's just awesome. had had one of the young men come forward yes. right right in yeah. the middle of everything going yeah. on yeah. and just said he wanted to receive the Lord as his Savior. Yeah. And so that that is just awesome. That's powerful. Uh, you know, one of the things that that took place yesterday morning was just the the healing of of hearts. Uh, the Lord had, had spoken to me and I, I said, you know, hey, I'm humbling myself down. I kind of had, you know, second thoughts about sharing this on a podcast, but you know what? I, I'm not going to let pride keep me from doing it because I believe that, that there's so many out there that are putting the band-aids on, uh, just trying to survive uh, the, the wounds that are in their lives, the hurt, the pain, and, and they're just changing band-aids when what we've experienced and even what we saw yesterday was the Lord was bringing healing to people's lives. Uh, he was touching them and moving over them. Have you witnessed that as well in, in the young people? Oh, I have. Uh, it's, the past two weeks has just been, it's been crazy to see, especially healing and, and the Lord just move in and out in their lives and and just, it's, it's like a new fire. It's yeah. been lit in on me. Mm-hmm. Pentecostal and, fire. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. You know, I, and I, without going into any details, you've even had some young people coming to you just with really huge struggles in their life, just strongholds uh, in their life, and they're they're crying out, you know, for for deliverance. And and I believe we're we're going to see that. I believe we're going to see victories, uh, breakthroughs that are taking place in our young people. Uh, another thing that the Lord had 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 really moved upon me on, and and it was really the message that I was going to preach yesterday if I had had opportunity. Which I'm thankful for all the Holy Spirit did. But uh, and it was about when life. Uh, gets ugly to the bone, you know, the, and I didn't get to really expound on that, but they say beauty is skin deep, but ugliness is to the bone, and that's kind of the saying, and so, you know, sometimes in life we face things, we go through things that is just so ugly, and it's difficult. Um, you've been through stuff, I've been through stuff, you know, you're my son, and so we've been through things as a family, you know, even in ministry together, that's just been been ugly, but the beautiful part about it is, is the Lord to show up right in the middle of a 
funeral procession where we're, we're you know, the enemy has said it's over and, and we're burying things. Maybe we're burying our hopes, our dreams, our callings, our joy. But the Lord has a way of showing up and resurrecting things in our lives. And um, one thing in particular, and I'm going try to try to close this so you can move us into the service. Um, just really dealing with some of those that have, have, have lost loved ones. Uh, some have, have uh, even recently, within the past few months, have lost loved ones to, uh, to death. And uh, I just felt yesterday like the Lord wanted them to know that they, can, they still can live in the process of this. That no matter how ugly it, it has been or feels, that God still has a plan for them and uh, God still has a purpose. And so, you know, one verse that I was thinking about earlier is out of Isaiah 64, verse 4, which it says, Since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eye seen, O God, beside thee, what he hath prepared for him that waiteth for, for him. And and, and that's, that's my heart, is that we haven't even seen what all God wants to do. Amen. And here we are in a gym, you know, you're having youth service in an old weight room, mm -hmm. uh, but God's showing up and God's moving. And that's what's, that's what's awesome about what's taking place right now. And you're seeing that in youth services as well. We are. We are. It's just I'm so honored to see everything that's going on and, and what the Lord's doing in, in this little in the weight room, you know, but... Which we don't call it the weight room no, anymore. No, we call it the youth room, it's but... Youth room, but it's just... God's working, and I'm, I'm ready to see what He has in store for us, you know, in the future, and everything that's happening now. And so, so for all of our... All of young people, ages, really 6th grade to 12th yeah. grade, yeah. Uh, we've got some that are younger that we've mixed in just because of their hunger for God. Mm -hmm. Um, but we want to see God do incredible things yes. in this community. Ponce de Leon, Defuniac Springs, and, and beyond, Bonifay, Chipley, Vernon. I mean, we've got folks driving from Dothan, Alabama, from Pensacola, Florida. I mean, they're coming from an hour, hour and a half hey, away. Hey, uh, Church Alive is worth the drive. That's what we've always said. And, and I believe that the big thing is, you know, we're... We're believing this is a movement, you know, that it's not it's not about just another church. It's a movement. And so, um, Pastor Hayden, I know that you're the one that handles this. So I want to, you know, let you just take us into this service. And uh, just um, uh, at the very tail end of this service, I, I, we're going to come back and we're going to have prayer with you and uh, with what, what we're able to share. And it's not going to be as long as usual, uh, but it's a little bit that you can draw, uh, draw from, glean from. And then we'll be back. Uh, at the very end to have, have prayer with you and some closing remarks. So let's go into this service uh, at Cross Point Church, Ponce de Leon. You know, there's no doubt in my mind that God can raise somebody up out of a wheelchair. How many of you believe that? How many of you believe God heals cancer? How many of, how many of you believe He can open blinded eyes, deaf ears, those miracles were to take place in here, man, I'm telling you, some of you, you, you couldn't contain yourself. Your skin wouldn't hold you. You'd shout all over the place. But I'm going to tell you something. The greatest miracle that ever take place is what we've just witnessed down here when a young man gives his heart to Jesus and receives eternal life in return. That is the greatest miracle ever. So I pray today that we will not ever get 
used to it where we pedicate through the moment. We better stop and rejoice that a new name has been written down in glory, that a soul is saved and now on his way to heaven. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. It's the greatest miracle. It's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we set up in a gymnasium for Chris right here, right now. That's, that's why we're doing what we're doing. That one more soul again saved. Hallelujah. It's the greatest decision you've ever made in your life. Hallelujah. Woo. How about that, Mama? How about that, Mama? Oh, hallelujah. How about that, Auntie? How about that? Come on. Can we give the Lord one more hand clap of praise? Hallelujah. They just keep getting saved, Pastor Hayden. They just keep getting saved. They just keep getting saved. They, they just keep getting saved and born again. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody praise him. Somebody magnify him. Come on. He's worthy, worthy, worthy. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. Come on, turn that into worship right where you are. Turn it into worship. Come on. Let's just praise him. Let's just magnify Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. We sing hallelujah to you. We sing hallelujah to you. You're worthy, Lord. We praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Jesus. He said it. It's done, glory. He said it and it's done. to humble myself before you right here about to do something out of my comfort zone you ever had a wound or a sore that you had to put a band-aid on and it you kept bleeding and you kept having to change the band-aid band-aid gets soaked and you have to change the band-aid you just kept changing the band-aid you ever had anything like that I told you I'm going to humble myself, and I was serious. I had a wart come up on my hand right here. We all get them from time to time or can. And I just keep cutting it away. Cutting it away, cutting it away. That thing bleeds. You know, you try to hide it because, you know, see you got warned. Try to hide it. I keep cutting it away, but this morning, like a dummy, I said, man, I'm so sick of that thing, and I cut it. It started bleeding. 
and it bled, and it bled, and it bled. And I went ahead and just put a Band-Aid on it. In a little bit, I noticed I had a smear of blood across my hand, and I looked, and the Band-Aid was full of blood. So I said, oh, got to get another Band-Aid. Put another Band-Aid on it. Tried applying pressure myself and see if I could get it to stop bleeding, but it just didn't want to stop bleeding. Matter of fact, if I'm not careful, it'll start bleeding again. You know, and I could just go to the doctor and say, take care of this, please. You know, because I don't, I don't want that on my hand. It bothers me. But instead, I've just tried to cut on it myself. Tried to put a Band-Aid on it, you know, cover it up myself. And the reality is this morning, it just kept bleeding and kept bleeding. And I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me that there's some of you that just keep putting a Band-Aid on that wound in your life. You keep putting a Band-Aid on that wound, that sore that's there. And, and, and it just keeps bleeding and you'll change the dressing on it and you don't want anybody else to see it or know about it and you, you try to hide it and act like it's not there but it's there and it's bleeding in your life and as long as you keep a fresh band-aid oh you're okay but it's just still bleeding but the Lord wanted me to tell you and maybe this is just for this moment or maybe it's for later but he is the great physician and you don't have to keep putting a band-aid on what's hurting you you don't have to keep putting a band-aid on what's troubling you you don't have to keep putting a band-aid on what's bleeding in your life. I know you wish it wasn't there. I know you wish it had never happened. I know you're cutting it away because you want it to be gone, but it's still there and it's still bleeding. And the Lord is saying today, if that's you, you need to run to him because he is the great physician and he's the only one that can heal that wound in your life, that can heal what's bleeding, that can heal what's time you quit it's cost you a lot through the years if you had the time back if you had the money back that you've spent on band-aids my goodness what you could do for God he's calling somebody to quit putting the band-aid on maybe it's something that happened in your life years ago you can't get past maybe it's something you did maybe it's a failure in your life and you can't get past it and you just keep putting the band-aid on it aren't you ready for healing once and for all aren't you ready for this to be gone and over with in your life do you know today that Jesus is the only one that can do it did you hear me the doctor can't do it the counselor can't do it the banker can't do it mom and daddy can't do it brother sister can't do it friends and family can't do it the only one that'll heal what's hurting on the inside of you his name is Jesus He's trying to get somebody's attention. He's dealing with somebody right now. Pride to keep you from coming. Pride to cause you to say, uh, uh not me. But it's time you step out and say, I'm, I'm through pulling the band-aid off. There they come. I'm through. I'm through pulling the band-aid, changing band-aids. There they come. Come on, come on, come on, come on. There's more than this. I'm through. I'm through changing the band-aids. I'm through hunting. I'm through changing the band-aids. Once and for all, I'm ready to find healing in my life. Once and for all, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm through changing the band-aids. My hurt is deep. My wound is deep. I've been bleeding.
this, but today that ends. Today I'm through changing the band-aids. Today I'm going to the great physician. He's my healer. He's my healer. I know you wish it wasn't there. I know you wish it had never happened. There's some like this young man standing right here, lost his dad and his grandfather within seven months' time. Several years earlier, lost his mama. Oh, and he's got more than reason to go to heaven today. But you know what that young man had to do? He had to walk through having babies without mama there and without daddy there. You ought to know there's a wound on the inside of him. But Kenny, today, buddy, you're through putting band-aids. Today, you're through putting band-aids. Today is a day of healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's others of you in here as well that have lost loved ones. And some of you, it's been years ago, but you dare not think about it because it hurts so bad on the inside. And it's something every day you change that band-aid. You change that band-aid. I believe the Lord is saying this morning, it's time you put the band-aids away and you turn to Him and let the healing sound of the Holy Spirit, oh, let it cover your soul. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no healer there? Then why isn't the health of my people recovered? Can I tell you today, there is still a healing touch of Jesus Christ. There is still a balm in Gilead, and He's here today to bring healing. My, my, my. He wants to do a deep work. He wants to do a deep work. I feel... And I walk in this room here and now. I walk in this room as the great physician. I walk in this room as Jehovah Rapha, for I am your healer. I walk in this room and I see you. I see you in your hurt. I see you in your pain. I see the deep wounds of your soul. And I call unto you in this moment and I declare unto you, there is no hurt too great. There is no pain too great. There is no wound too great that I cannot heal. I took stripes on my body that you could be healed. Did I not declare that I was sent to heal the brokenhearted? I say unto you this day, look no longer under the things of this world that bring a temporary peace. But today, my compassion is for you. My heart is broken for you. And in this moment, I call you to a place of surrender. Give it to me. Show me where you're hurting. And I, thy Lord and thy God, will be thy healer. Thus saith the Lord Almighty.
Jesus. I can say nothing more. If that doesn't cause you to move, nothing that I say will. Unless you're moving to this altar, please do not move in any other direction. Unless you're talking to the Lord, please do not say a word. Oh, because we're going to tarry for a moment. We're going to tarry for a moment because the Holy Spirit is trying to draw some folks. You're sitting in the waiting room of your life, and he's called your name. He's called your name. The door is swung open. The doctor will see you now. The great physician is in. Are you tired of the Band-Aids? Get up and come. Get up and move to this altar. Now is the time. heart that there's some that suffered abuse and as much as you've tried you can't get past it you change the band-aid you hide it you don't want anybody to see it but it's there it's there I need you to do something I need you to put pride aside right now and I need you to humble yourself before the Lord enough to say I need healing. I need healing. I need healing. Mighty God. If you're physically able to stand, I want to ask you to stand. Oh. If you're in the altars, I want you to stay where you're at. Don't move in any direction. The Lord's dealing. He's working. He's moving right now. Some are still coming. Some are still coming. Some are still coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you, there are some that have addictions in their life because of your pain. Something that's in your life, an addiction of some kind that's there because it helps numb the pain. It, it helps relieve the stress and the pressure, and it's your go-to. I'm not going to single anybody out, but I'm going to tell you the Lord wants to set some folks free today. You ain't got to be dependent on that. You ain't got to depend on nicotine. You, you ain't got to depend on a cigarette or a vape. Or you ain't got to depend on a can of snuff. You ain't got to depend on things that helps you have stress relief. Listen, what you need is complete healing on the inside. You don't have to look to alcohol. You don't have to look to that pill bottle. There's a healer in the house today. I said there's a healer in the house today. I want us to just do this. I want every person that's here that's physically able and, and willing, I want you to get out from where you're standing. What I mean is you don't necessarily have to come up here. 
but I want you to move out of where you're standing as a sign of faith that, Lord, here I am, and I need your touch. Here I am. There's plenty of room up here so we can come to the front. There's plenty of room, and we can come and say, I need him. I need the healer today. Listen, there's some husbands and wives today that need the healer. There's some men. Oh, I I feel the Holy Ghost wanting to do a healing work in this place. them spiritually and she has fought the forces of darkness for a number of years especially since her husband passed away sister Amy alright listen to me I want to share, can you stand? Can you stand for a minute? This morning, if I'd have gotten to preach, I was going to preach out of Luke chapter 7. And my message title was, When Life Gets Ugly to the Ball. Any of you been there where you felt like life was just ugly to the bone? Come on, who's, who can be honest right now and say life's just ugly to the bone? There's a story here about Jesus going to a city called Nain, N-A-I-N, Nain. And that name of that city meant beauty. It meant a pleasant place. It was a pasture or meadowland that was just beautiful. Jesus come to this city of Nain, and as he was approaching the gate, there was a funeral procession. That funeral procession was of a young man under the age of 40. We know that from the word that was used. He was under the age of 40, young man. And walking beside what was called in King James a beer, B-E, I don't know, B-I-E-R, something like that. Pronounced beer, which was a coffin. Walking beside it was his mama. And the Bible says that she was also a widow. So here was this mama, and also a widow, in a funeral procession for her son. It was ugly. It it was one of the worst things you could imagine. Some of you, even my mom, 
has been through this where you've buried a child and buried your spouse. Never dreamed you'd have to go through this. It was ugly. But I want to tell you what happened. Jesus saw her. And the Bible says when he saw her, he was moved with compassion. He stopped the funeral procession in place. The Bible says that he touched the coffin. Which as the Messiah, he could touch the coffin. But as a rabbi, as a priest, he was not supposed to touch it. According to Leviticus and Numbers, he could not be around a corpse. How many of you know that Jesus showed up to mess up the whole world's tradition and thoughts of everything and to take us from the old covenant to the new covenant? And when he showed up, he was about to change everything. He stopped the funeral procession. He saw that woman, and he was moved with compassion. She was weeping, and she was crying, and he said this, and this isn't King James. King James said, he said, weep not. But I believe what he said was, don't cry. Don't cry. Then he spoke, young man, I say unto thee, arise. The Bible says, he sat up and began to speak. Right then, right there. Sister Kathy, I want you to know something. I know you feel. Sister Jackie, would you come? I'm not going to embarrass you. I want you to come and I want you, I want, I want your, your, your sister and your daughter right there to come. I'm Joel, I'm calling your sisters. I want you to come and your daughters to come with you. Mama, I want you to come. Holy Ghost knows what he's doing. Sister Lori Carter, there you are. Sister Kayla, come here. Come with her, Daniel. Lost her mama and her dad. There may be others that you've lost some loved ones that you're still hurting so bad. It's not just, it's not just about this. We're going to take it somewhere else. But this is especially for this moment. And some of you, listen to me. You feel like part of you died when they died part of you died when they died and you feel like you've not been yourself since and you don't know that you'll ever get yourself back and there's part of you that is, is still grieving whether it's been weeks, days weeks or I'm not going to let the band-aid cling to me whether it's been days weeks, months or years there's still a pain on the inside of you come on Jennifer Come on, sister Lord. Sometimes, no matter how hard you try to smile, life just feels ugly. Life just seems like it's not worth it anymore. Like you just you can't do it anymore. And you go through moments that you feel, this just isn't fair. This shouldn't be this way. It's not supposed. Can you imagine that woman walking beside that coffin and all the crowd that was with her? They're, they're mourning. They're grieving. It's over. But all of a sudden, something happened. Jesus came to the gate of the city. And he saw that 
woman, and I want to tell you today, the Lord sees you. I want to tell you what, everybody stand with me because I want us to take this a step further because there's some of you in here that you've went through some loss in your life. There's things in you that are things that you've been through and the devil's told you it's over, it's dead, you'll never be restored, you'll never experience a life again, you'll never be happy again, you'll never have joy again, and he's told you all those things. But I want to tell you something today that the Lord sees you right where you are. He sees you. He sees you. He sees you. The Bible says he was moved with compassion. He said, don't cry. Don't cry. He raised that son from the dead. The Bible says that the rumor about it spread everywhere news the report spread everywhere now listen to me as much as I wish I could sometimes I can't bring daddy back I can't bring Kim back as much as we'd want to sometimes we can't we can't bring them back aren't you glad for a promise of eternity of eternal life aren't you glad the Bible says to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord and if we have that hope we can hang on that hope as much as I'd want to bring them back I can't bring them back but this is the thing I can't let myself die in this life I can't let death enter into me I've got to live you have to live and if they could say anything to us they would say that live be happy live for some of you this is really fresh this is just happening there's a process of grief that you're walking through but you got to make your mind up I'm going to live you hear me you hear me grandchildren back here and children I'm going to live touched that coffin and he stopped the funeral and I want you to know today there's something about the touch of the Lord there's something about the touch of Jesus oh when Jesus came on the scene Peter's mother-in-law was sick and when Jesus touched her hand the fever left there's something about the touch of Jesus the Bible tells us that they was bringing people to the streets that they could just touch him that they might touch the hem of his garment there's something about the touch of Jesus you're not too dirty for him to touch you. Jews weren't to touch a leper. He's supposed to be on the outside of the camp crying unclean, unclean. But a leper came to him and said, if you would, you can make me clean. And Jesus touched him and said, I will be thou clean. The touch of Jesus. Still enough. Jesus is the only one ugly in your life beautiful some of you have fought long and hard you've battled you've fought you're tired you're weary and I'm believing right now I, this service I know we could close it and go home and we could say we've been in the presence of the Lord I believe God's got another plan I believe he's wanting to heal 
some hearts today. He's wanting to breathe life back into some hearts today. He's wanting to bring some things back to life. Jesus said, I'm the resurrection and the life. He said, son, rise. Young man, rise. See, he brought it back to life. I believe the Lord wants to bring some hope back to life on the inside of some folks today. Right here, right now. I want every last one of you that's in here. Kenny, can you come? I know that wife of yours would come with you if she could. You stay where you're at there, little sister. You just come stand right here. I'll tell you what, Kenny, grab some oil. This young man's got life in him. He's got life in him. Hallelujah. Laid his mama to rest. Laid his daddy to rest. Laid his grandpa to rest. But still got a life inside of him. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Donnie, where are you at? Pastor Donnie laid his daddy to rest but he's still got life in him come here well Marshall come here laid his mama mama to rest your daddy to rest <laughs> but still got life in him and I believe that's what God's about to do inside of you today. That life is still worth living. You are going to make it. You are going to survive. The resurrection and the life is going to hold you up in your weak times, in your tired times, in your weary times. Some of you are suffering physically because of what you're facing spiritually and emotionally. But in the name of Jesus, that stops today. In the name of Jesus, as much as I laid hands on Brother Steve while ago and believe the Lord's healing his body, I believe God's about to heal some in this altar right now. I believe, I believe he's about to do it. Sister Jenny, you got oil on your hands. I want you to lay hands on Sister Kathy. You three ladies that I called you for, I want y'all to lay hands on her. I want y'all to go and begin to lay hands on these others. Right now, right now, right now. In the name of Jesus. I want to, Sister Penny, where are you at? Sister Penny, get up here if you would. Come on, come on, come on. The Lord's about to heal. Oh, if there's somebody else that you've been through it and you believe in God to bring healing, I want you to come. I don't want to leave anybody out, but I want you to come right now, right now. Sister Amy, Sister Amy, grab this oil, and I want you to go lay hands on Sister Jackie. Go lay hands on Sister Jackie right now. Right now, right now, right now. Sister Keisha, would you come? And I want you to join Amy right now. Right now, God's about to do it. God's about to do it. God's about to do it. God's about to do it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's healing Sister Judy right now. Right now. Right now. Sister Casey, where you at? Sister Casey. Sister Casey, where you at? There you are. I want you to come lay hands on Sister Judy. Well, I need some more ladies that have come up here. I need more ladies. Carly, come on up here. Come lay hands on these young ladies right here. Sister Denise, come on. Come on, come lay hands on some of these up here. Pray for them. Pray for them. I need some women right here on this side. I need some ladies on this side right here, right here. Right here, right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister Ashton. 
would you lay hands on Sister Kayla right now? Right now. Sister Beth, would you come and lay hands on them right now? Let's believe the power of God is at work right now. God is able. God is able. God is able. God is turning it around. God is turning it around. Wow, what, what just a, a powerful time that we had yesterday in the presence of the Lord. And, and that passage of scripture out of Luke chapter 7 that I was, uh, that I preached just a little bit on yesterday. What I, an era, well, a couple verses that I really love of that passage is where the Lord looked at that little widow, that little mama, and said, weep not, you know, don't cry. And, and the only reason he could say that is because he was the resurrection and the life standing in front of her. And then he, you know, he said unto her son, young man, I say unto thee, arise. And I, as we close this out today, and just before we pray, I want to just say that to everybody that is listening today, that that maybe you feel like, you know, your life is is literally in a funeral procession right now. And you feel like maybe things in your life is, is, is over. It, things are dead. Maybe it's a marriage. You know, maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it is that calling that you once had felt. Uh, maybe it is your joy is gone. I mean, it could be so many different things to so many different people. But I want you to know today that Jesus Christ, he's the answer. And he is the resurrection and the life. And just as he laid his hands on that coffin, stopped that funeral procession, looked at that little woman, his eyes were on her. He was moved with compassion. I want you to know his eyes are on you today and he's moved with compassion for you as well. And I believe he's saying just like he did in that passage, he's saying, arise, get up. You know, life is going to come back into you. Things are going to come back to life. Life right now may be as ugly as it's ever been in your life, but I want you to remember what the prophet Isaiah said. He's given us beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And so today we serve a turnaround God, and I'm believing, Pastor Hayden, that today in somebody's life, that he's turning some things around. I know, I know you'll join with me in agreement Amen. in that. So let's just close this in prayer and just believe God to minister to somebody. Heavenly Father, we just thank you today. We thank you for the privilege of being able to, to be with folks, Lord, whether they're driving down the road or listening at home or at work, wherever it may be. Lord, we are confident that through the power of the Holy Spirit that your anointing can touch them and can minister to them right where they are. And Lord, whether they're facing marriage issues, whether they're facing things with a child that's rebelling, maybe they've gotten bad reports from the doctors and, and they've been told they have disease, Lord, or sickness or whatever it may be. Maybe it is someone that's lost loved ones and Lord, something died inside of them at the same time, Lord, and they just don't know they can ever get it back. Lord, I just pray that you'll come on the scene in their lives. I ask you even now, Lord, to turn your eyes upon them and have mercy and grace for them. Lord, just 
Have compassion on them today, no matter what they're facing, no matter what they're going through. God, we pray for all of Ponce de Leon, all of Holmes County, all of the Funiac Springs. Lord, those that are in our area, Lord, that, that have been hit so hard by the enemy, no matter the circumstance or situation, I pray you'll draw them to a place that they'll look to you, that your eyes will be upon them, and Lord, they'll experience your touch today. One touch from your hand is enough to change it all. And Lord, I ask you to touch them today, minister today, bless them today. Let there be a turnaround in their lives. And Lord, we'll give you praise and glory and honor for it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. Well, listen, thank you for joining us for this episode. We pray it's been a blessing to your life. We want to invite you to come join us at Cross Point Church. Our service times, when are our services, Pastor Hayden? Sunday mornings at 10 and Wednesday nights at 6.30. So Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock, join us then. And then on Wednesday nights, we have a lot going on on Wednesday nights. Yep, yep. We got, uh, we got kids going on. Um, and we got youth service at 6.30. So y'all come. We got... We, the doors open at 6, and you can come at any time, and um, services start at 6.30, so y'all come be a part of it. Just one last thing on the youth. You've got some exciting events coming up. Oh, we do. We do. Um, actually, March 4th, we are going, um, taking a trip, and we're actually going to Pace Assembly to their Fearless Conference, where uh, Jason Crabb will actually be ministering in song and, Sounds and, exciting. and in word. Um, we're, we're excited about that. Um, really, really go go over there and have fun and, and get ministered to. And then March 18th, um, we are actually going to have, have a service here at the old gym for our youth. And immediately following that, uh, we have a lock-in actually scheduled at Action Air in Dothan, Alabama. Um, we, uh, we got that planned out. It's going to be from 10 p.m., to 7 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> We're going to be tired, but it's going to be gonna awesome. Be good. It's going to be a it's great good. time of fun and fellowship for the kids. And yeah. um, uh, it's just great events coming up and uh, can't wait to see what the rest of the year holds. Amen. So. Amen. Lots of good things. So if you don't have a church home, we would love to have you come be a part of us here at Cross Point. God's doing some incredible things. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. We'll look to see you next time.